Hello, welcome to Greenhouse Live. After 20 to 12 win over the Tigers, um, a, a bit of a surprising sort of game the way it went in some ways after a really good start and being uh, 20 to 6 up at half time. We, and we failed to score in the second half, which was disappointing, but, but a pretty good eff defensive effort, Matt, I thought. And uh, the most important thing is another two points on the road to the, to the finals. Yeah, look, I mean, we've, we've had some really fast starts in the last, what, three or four games now, um, but we seem to sort of, I don't know, something's been going wrong at that sort of 20, 25-minute mark and our, and our attack starts going off a bit. But um, at least in uh, 2019, we've got a defence that'll hold up for the remainder and, and at least keep us in the contest. Um, I think it's, you know, this is a side we have to beat. You know, they're now out of the eight. Um, you know, we're now... Entrenched in the top four, and when you're entrenched in the top four, you've got to beat bottom eight sides um, and just keep plugging away. So two points is two points. Yeah, well, we must be must be a couple of games clear in fourth now, I'd imagine. We, I think we probably dropped from third to fourth with Roosters having a big win today, but with Newcastle getting beaten, Manly haven't played yet. We must be must be a couple of games ahead. So um, that puts us in a really good spot. But we almost seem as though we're starting too well, almost like we just seem to play so well in that first. Um, 15 or 20 minutes. We had 12 points on the board in no time tonight. We then conceded um, conceded one, which was a bit disappointing. I thought Dunamis Louis was fantastic. Got his first try um, off a great pass um, from Hogson um, to get that first one. Apparently, that's his first try. Five years. So it's his first try for the Raiders. Um, and he hasn't got a try since uh, 2014. Um, I'm not too I sure. The, I forget the round. He's played for uh, yes, round 17. They said, but. Um, but I'm not too sure exactly who that was with because he played for a few clubs. Cause he played for Brisbane and then he went to St George and then he went to Manly. So, um, or did he go to Manly and then St George? I might have that the other way around. But um, yeah, I'm not too sure even who that was for. But it certainly wasn't for us. And um, he he scored that try, which was great. But then got the next one. I'm just trying to remember who got the second one now. Um, yeah, um, well I should know. Hey, uh, Clint yeah, Nickel Clockster, we'll right. talk. They're, they're we'll talk about Clint Nickel Clockster. Geez, I mean, has there ever been a braver player than him? Fair thing. I mean, um, talk about well, putting his body on his line. It, it makes a former Raiders fullback who's being labelled soft look even worse. Um, Clockstad takes his licks, gets up and keeps going. This, oh, other bloke stays, this other bloke stays down and even the media's getting on him at the moment, which is pretty funny. I was going to say, we're about to have Brett Mullins and Gary Belcher come <laughs> past. I, was, I thought maybe you'd go and tell them that, but um, no, no, <laughs> now, now I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah, no, look, I, I just amazing, just the uh, bravery that he shows. We'll, we'll talk about him particularly in the second half, just just the efforts that he did. But, but yeah, so we got the, got the two tries early on. We've got Louis and then Nickel Clockstead. Um, I thought Louis actually was pretty instrumental in costing us the, the first try actually the other way he, he because he certainly wide, he got yeah. he got out position and um, and they went over pretty easy on the back of quite a lot of field position um, position sorry um, but then from there you know we, we got the next try um, and uh, and got that penalty goal just before half time um, twenty to six in front but we were probably twenty to six in front I know we're eighteen nil. When Croker kicked that one from the sideline after Rapana scored, we're 18 0, and that was when Papali came on. And you'd, yeah. Sorry, we're 18 6, not 18 0. Yeah. And you'd have to say that's a pretty uh, good position to be when you've got Josh Papali coming on the field when, you, when you've already scored 18 points. And he had a great game um, then, but we, we just, I felt that probably last 10 minutes before half time, we saw they sort of structurally fell apart a bit because they had. They had they ch they changed their props 
and then they had uh, McKayley and um, Eisenhuth smash heads. So they had to both go off on the HIA. Um, and I thought they were really out of structure at that point, and they had they had um, Little coming on, who's who's really a, a, a backup hooker playing lock, and, and they just had a had a bit of um, out positioning. We were going pretty well, and I just felt we really had to sort of um, put put the um, put the pedal to the metal just before half time. I reckon, and we could have been probably a lot further up than twenty to six. Look, I think um, we definitely should have been up up more than that with the with the possession that we were getting, the field position that we were getting, and obviously a very depleted Tiger side. Um, we definitely should have put more points on before half time. But let's. I think we've got a young fan that wants to come on and say hello. Hello, what's your name? Cody. What did you think of the game, Cody? Mm, it was good. It was good. You look at the camera there. You look at that. So, who was your favourite player out there tonight? Chance. Chance, he's pretty good, isn't he? I reckon he's pretty sore now. He he uh, gets uh, hit from pillar to post, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He might have a bit of a sore head and a bit of a sore knee, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, pretty brave, isn't he? Yeah. Go Raiders. Go Raiders. Well done, Cody. Great to have you on. Good on you. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks. For that. That's great. Um... Yeah, so so we're twenty to six at half time, and and as I say, I think there was I think there was some opportunities gone there that we, we really could have probably done a little bit better and probably been a little bit further ahead than what we were. Look, I think um, to be honest, I think the whole game we butchered a few. Like yeah. I mean, you think of that Simonson flick pass that was called rightly forward. Yeah. Um, and oh, now my brain's gone numb and I can't think of what's next. But there were a couple where. Well, it was oh, a break that Oldfield oh, made. Uh, uh, Oldfield made pass. one that he butchered. Probably made the uh, wrong sorry, pass. Sorry, I'll drop one with a couple, yeah. of, you know, a couple of meters out off the Papali yeah. offload. So there's there's three. Um, I'm pretty sure there were a couple more. Um, Hello, Danny. That, that we probably should have converted at least one. I would have said, yeah. if not, yeah. if no, not fifty percent of those. Hi, Sarah. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, it cost us a bit on the scoreboard. We were lucky that the Tigers didn't have the attack to, to run us down. So, yeah. Um, you know, it's against better opposition. You got to take those chances, and I think we've got the Panthers next week. And the way they're playing, we can't afford to, to miss those sort of efforts. Yeah, look, I think that's exactly right. But but a lot of positives out of out of that from the point of view of, you know, probably in the past if we were to twenty to six up, we should have been bit better. They score, you know, probably well, probably less than a minute into the second half, and um, suddenly it's twenty to twelve. And if you had said in the past we wouldn't score again, you think we'd be talking pretty pretty downcast here because we've lost you know 24 20 or something like that and and um, they run over the top so for us to be standing here at 20 to 12 after a really really good defensive effort after that even though there wasn't perhaps a lot in attack um, is, is very very pleasing most definitely I mean we said it off the top of the show you know in previous years we would have had to blow them off the paddock 30 40 points uh, to close that win out but we've we've got a defense this year and yeah. and that's held strong and uh, it's got us the two points to, to give us the top four and that was massive because there was a couple of big big um, you know plays there that the Tigers put on I mean that Nick o'clock said as we said before was just amazing I thought just just the way he puts his body on the line I mean that that one where where he comes out of I think it's kicked the ball he comes out of the end goal there and he's and you got to get low because you're trying to put the ball on the ground over the other side of the the thing. He had the presence of mind to keep the right shoulder with the ball above the ground to reach out and get in the field of play. I thought that was huge. Yeah, exactly. Well, Costume just hurt his shoulder. But, um, yeah, I mean, you you do that, you are going to get legs in your head.
head every time. Now I know Taylor came in and, and got him, and there was a penalty for that. But regardless of that, I mean that was that was pretty ordinary of Taylor. But but regardless of that, you're gonna get smashed any time. And he just puts his body on the line. Just amazing, I think. Just just his his willingness to to do that, and that just lifts the whole team. Of course. And we didn't have a lot of great field position in the second half. And um, when we did, we probably didn't put too too many good sets in. But you know, just very, very pleasing. I knew we'd get him, Tommy. <laughs> um, look, I agree. I, th- I think it's a case of um, making sure that when you do get your chance, though, you've got to take it. And, and you're right, we didn't get the chances, we didn't get the field position this year. But um, you know, it's it's something. Yeah, here's, here's a bloke who we've got who who was playing golf at about uh, started at about seven thirty this morning. You know, and had a couple around the golf course and probably has had a few since. So this could be very interesting. Um, Tommy, you actually get to see a team that wins, which, being a Queenslander and a Brisbane supporter, um, wouldn't be something you get to see that often. Well, yeah, the Broncos won 13 plus, so that was nice. Yeah, against the Bulldogs of the other day, but how many have they won before that? Yeah, not very many. But hey, guess what? Tigers did not turn up in the first half. That's okay. We're happy with that. I'm okay with that. May I just say this? The Raiders, they got the vibe since, I, I will say this, 2016, they got the same vibe. It's good. That's good. And and look, scoring low twenties points is actually pretty good, isn't it? Say twenty or twenty three points, you know, would actually be pretty good. Would actually be pretty good, wouldn't it? Uh, well, yes. <laughs> How many footy games do you win if you don't do that? <laughs> He's got the Victorian. No, none. Grandpa, it's um. I'm a Bronco supporter drinking Victoria bitter. How are you, Deezy? The uh, Tigers there. Um, yep. I am a Tigers fan. Yeah, that's I love the Tigers. <laughs> yes, we did lose tonight, but I feel like we we won the last uh, 60 minutes. Well, did you win the game? Don't lose the microphone. Uh, uh, put it away from that. Uh, no, we did not. No, we did not. And the uh, Raiders did win, and so did the referees. Uh, but I think the uh, Tigers uh, won the last uh, half hour of the game. Yeah. Well, okay, okay, that's fine. Who gets the two points? Good on you. And shooter, New Zealander. Man. What did you What did you think of your fellow New Zealander, Charles Nickel Clockstead? Well, he's an excellent player. Yeah, there's there's just absolutely no doubt he's brilliant. But um, as far as I'm concerned, you know, we come here and we watch this game and we try and enjoy the game and the referees. And if Ricky Stewart blows up about refereeing decisions going against him ever again, he should go back and watch this game and be a Tigers supporter watching this game. It was disgraceful. Well, there you go. Okay. Well, there you go. So, so um, may I add another comment? Oh yeah, if you have to, Tommy. I will. Um, Ricky Stewart down on the ground today. Um, where's Magic Wire up in the box? May I just say, where was he? He was in the box. Exactly right. And why did they win? Because the Broncos won. That's why they won. Thanks, Tommy. All right, well, my, the Broncos won. My advice, Chris, boys. My advice with any of those boys is do not light a match because <laughs> they are rather sore. So they did tell me they were going to come on. When I just say they, uh, not unlike me. You came on the blast of referees. Um, they teed off golf at about uh, 7.30 this morning, had a few going around, and uh, had, haven't, haven't stopped since. I think we might get a few ex-players that are about to come through that might have been uh, going for the best, best part of 24 hours as well. So it could be an interesting few minutes. But, um, yeah, I mean, um, I, I mean, I'm not too sure whether the referees were that much of an issue, to be honest. But Well, I thought given the lack of penalties in this game, I think the refereeing was pretty good. Um, I think, generally speaking, the referees got the decisions right. There were a couple of 
couple of howlers, but at least the bunker bailed them out. So I, I thought it was okay, you know. There were one or two that I must say we probably got the right end of the pineapple for once. There was there was one where um, I'm trying to remember what it was now, but um, yeah, it clearly looked to me like it should be a penalty. Oh yes, the Jack, well, that, the Jack that, that White one, that high one, shot was a bit yeah, that was that was a bit rough. And, and the one that um, Gawler got put on report for was was a bit ridiculous as well. But but I think yeah, you know, the referees didn't have too much of an effect on the game. But um, yeah, so we were talking at, at twenty to twelve. We were we were sort of you know. Um, potentially in, in past days we would have would have struggled, but we we hung on there. I thought Hogson had a really good game tonight. I mean those though not a, he he was a bit like last week. He started and he started so well, got us going early on. Um, but then what we also saw is just those two or three strips that he did. He's been doing a lot of those lately. Just the, the strength, he's the, king the strength the you need to be able to do that and, and actually not lose the ball when you're doing that. Yeah, look, he's he's been the king of the strip in 2019. Um, I, I'm actually a little surprised teams aren't uh, being coached against it. Um, I mean, you used to see Jonathan Thurston do a lot, especially in Origin. Um, now, now Hodgson's doing it two or three times yeah. a game. So if people aren't clued onto that by now, uh, you know, someone in the coach's box need to you know, bang their head against the wall or something. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So no, look, that was that was really good. The other one I want to talk about tonight too, who I thought was very good, particularly early, and I think he's playing a bit different game at the moment. Is Caesar? I I just think he's been, and I thought he was good last week at. Um, at uh, Wollongong as well. I just think he's he's willing to cover a little bit more territory and play a bit, a bit both sides a bit more at the moment. Um, I didn't think Jacko probably had his best game tonight. So I just thought that um, Caesar really sort of put some really good kicks in. Kicks in. That kick that he put in for um, Nickel Clockstead, that second kick was a was a um, for the second try was a great kick. And I just think his his field kicking game was was better. And I think he's he's. Um, I think he's finding his position there. We've talked a lot about halfbacks, and obviously there's a lot of talk about next year with halfbacks and how that'll all work out. But but we've, this is what we've got for this year, and I think that Caesar's doing the job that we need him to do. He's he's not going to be a Jonathan Thurston by any means, but he's um, he's doing the job that we need. Yeah, look, I think you're right. I think the last couple of weeks he's he's taken his role, and I think he's playing both sides of the field, and I think yeah. that makes a big difference. Um, you know, he's he's said it himself since he's been here. He likes to get his hands on the ball, um, and being pigeonholed out on one side means he's not going to get it. Uh, so the fact that he's been switching sides up every now and then, I mean, he's, he's popping up on the left with Jacko a few times. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, um, our team's run out of the number nine. Um, Hodgson does most yeah. of that. Um, and then it's a case of when there's time to spread some ball, uh, Caesar and Jacko have to be ready to do it. Um, and I think they're doing a great job. Yeah, no, no question about that. And, and look, Jacko, Jacko had a bit of a quiet one tonight, but you know that won't last too long. So um, he'll be back to his best very quickly. So, um, yeah, and the other one I think early on that, you know, so we had Papali come on and give us a lot of um, good metres. I also thought Tarpany, not unlike last week, gave us a lot of good metres too, but and particularly post-contact metres. But you just question whether he's able to get through enough minutes right at the moment. I think he's still carrying a bit of an injury. So yeah, well, we're still sort of waiting for him to get back fit as well. And once we get him fit, I think that'll make a big, big difference. Well, I think we've got a few boys like that. I think um, Tarpany last week, I thought it was starting to look like a guy who's coming back to fitness. Yep. And I, to be honest, I thought, again, today he looked a bit dodgy. Um, he didn't get through the minutes. I thought he might. But Rapana's the other one. Today yep. he actually looked back to, his, back to his best. He didn't seem to look hampered at all. He was busting some tackles, um, not quite hitting the open space yet. But but he's look, starting to look like he, he's back to business too. So 
I think that's good for us. So that's hopefully the positive too, is that we've got a few probably still to get a bit better in their fitness, and obviously a few to come back with, with Kotrick obviously out for a couple of weeks now, and, and Hudson Young apparently is available I think next week, next week yeah. um, and um, yeah, Sutton, Sutton's a big loss as well at the moment, so, yeah, so, hope, yeah, so hopefully he will be less than that, but, um, and we'll hopefully get him, get him back pretty, pretty, pretty soon. Yeah, Steve's saying a couple of weeks. Well, often those those things they tend to come back a bit quicker than than what they first say, which which is good. So um, I think we've got plenty of comments there. So let's start going through those. Yep. Um, one of our friendly friendly returners is Tazo asking whether we can win a grand final soon. And I think the short and quick answer is, oh, gee, I hope so. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, look, it's, you know, we haven't talked at all yet about apart from just saying a few old players coming past, but. You know, it's fantastic to have this thing today with the 30-year anniversary of the Raiders, and it's great to have all of those, you know, to have Daly and, and, and uh, Meninga and Clyde, and here's Simon has, with that drum all the time. Um, just let Simon go with that drum, I reckon. Thanks, Simon. Cheers, Simon. Um, good to see you again, mate. How are you, how are you? Simon? How's how are you it going? Good? All right. How you been? Yeah, good, good. You've uh, got all the gear there. You have got yeah. the helmet, yeah, Raiders helmet, warm, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. The metal yeah. probably keep you cold, wouldn't yeah. it, rather than warm? Ah, warm, warm. Really warm. Very warm. There you go. That's what we need to do. We're getting a bit cold. Just yeah, yeah, put a metal helmet yeah, on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You sort of Raiders style Ned Kelly almost there. Yep. But so? doesn't have any bullet there, you know? Doesn't have any bullets there, no. Hopefully not. Well, we're at, we're at Penrith next week, so maybe uh, you know, don't speak too don't speak too soon. No, no, yeah, I yeah. know. We yeah. have to beat Penrith next week. We have to. We do, we do, yeah. and we, we I'm, I'm not allowed to. I got criticised last year when I, I had a go at the uh, good inhabitants of Penrith, so uh, I'd probably be a bit careful next week. But um, you know, hopefully they'll bring their teeth. But anyway. Um, what was I saying? So no, I was saying about the about the forever green thing. So yeah. you know, it's just fantastic to have all these old guys back here. So Meninga, Daly, Clyde, you know, all those sort of guys from um, the eighty, you know, Steve Walters, all those sort of guys from the the eighty nine grand final. And it's also great. There's a whole heap of other guys oh, yeah, here as well. Want to talk about that in a sec? But but one of the things is you know, and we'll always celebrate the nineteen eighty nine grand final because we'll never have another first premiership. But but I must say. I would love, and there's someone who wasn't around in Canberra in those days, I would love that what we're talking about is, is our, our legends of the club are people who played in the modern era, not not people who played 30 years ago. So, um, you know, it would be, I would, the thing I would love to have is a one-year reunion next year of the 2019 Premiership. Yes, Matt, that would be. yes I, think, I think there's plenty of Raiders fans that would uh, echo that sentiment. And I think you have to say, as, much, as big as the 89 win probably was for the city, that... If we were, you know, it came in sort of one in the seventh or eighth year of the club. So, um, you know, that was that was good. And obviously there was some hard times right early in the first couple of years. But it didn't take us that long to get going. We we made the grand final five years in. Um, so to win that seven years in was, was great. I think if after 25 odd years of, of not getting there, if we were to win it again, I think it would be an even bigger celebration than what that was. Yeah, well, it would be pretty much as good as the first at that point. Yeah, yeah definitely. exactly. Um, Let's see if we can get a few, a few through this. Well, Robert Greer uh, has touched on something we have already. It's good to get a win without playing good footy. Yep. Uh, Dean says Papa was awesome, which he certainly was. He off was. The bench, he, right? he made a lot of metres coming off the bench. But, but we actually didn't score a try. We scored one penalty goal during the whole time he was out there. Stephen says the song today is going to be awesome with all the old boys. And um, when I was coming out, they were all piling, filing downstairs. Yeah. So I suspect 
I suspect the replay of the the song that'll be posted later tonight should be pretty good. Oh, look, I think you know, and they've embraced that, which is great, and the the, the current players have embraced that, and you also you have to say um, fair play to uh, Tim Brasher and. Um, Siren, um, Paul Siren. I couldn't say. I couldn't think of his first name. Um, you know, like Blocker was in commentary and, today and, too. And Roach was in commentary. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I mean, I know it's thirty years ago, but I think it must still hurt a fair bit. I so, so, so to sort of be here and be the sort of the the, the butt of the of the joke and the celebration sort of thing is, you know, and we've seen Wayne Pierce come and do the same thing in the past. So, um, you know, fair play to them, I yeah, think, and, and it says says something about, about about them, I reckon. We was last night at the gala night. So beautiful. You were there, were you? Yeah. Okay. Or even Me, go, but... Korn, and a couple of people. We have a table of 10. Yeah. And the player was there. Like, oh, the best atmosphere. Fantastic, fantastic. It was, was a great, great night. Fantastic. Well, maybe we should have gone. But yeah. um, you hope you didn't wear that. You didn't wear that hat, did you? <laughs> And didn't no, take the drum. They didn't let me. Every player, they ask me, hey, where's, where are you drum? I tell them I, I left it in the car. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. It's probably probably a good thing. So I mean, It's probably not the best thing to have someone with a drum all night when you know, trying to have dinner. Uh, Steve Spencer mentions Oldfield needs to lift another gear. because Yeah, look, I, I think I think he, he does. I, I think um, he's probably been a bit down the pecking order this year. He had, he had a very interrupted um, pre-season. Uh, missed a lot of games. Well, missed all the most of the preseason. Missed the um, trials. Missed the first few games. Came in. Has been playing fullback mainly for Mounties. And and when Cotrick uh, was injured a couple of weeks ago, Seb Chris was favoured. Seb Chris got hurt in the Mounties last week. I haven't heard how long he's out for, but um, it didn't look particularly good. It was a knee injury, and and um, I don't think it's a big one like ACL. But I, I would be surprised if he was back within sort of four to six. So I would expect that Oldfield's probably going to get his opportunity over. This um, period with Kotrick out, and um, yeah, he does. He does probably need to play a bit better than he played tonight. I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but he, but he's, he's, he's the thing about him is he's shown he does the job when he's come in before he's done the job. So yeah, I got faith in him to do that. Uh, did we hear anything about Bateman's shoulder? Was it just a stinger, or was it worse than that? Oh, that was pretty early on. He played the rest of the game. I think Bateman was looking a bit sore towards the end as well as a few of them were. But um, I'd be very surprised if that's. Um, an injury that misses games, but but he did get a stinger, yeah. Uh, Dean says great defensive effort, especially the second half. Uh, Mike saying it was a stinger. Yep, so yep. Well, uh, Mike, so obviously from Vanuatu, where he is, probably no, no, he's assessed has he? He's okay, returned. right. He's been back for three days. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, on the defence. Oh yeah, well that's that's true. Great that's the tackle from from Croker in um, uh, to put. Um, well, he didn't put him to touch. The, the um, Tigers guy then passed off the ground. Which, no, for Luma, wasn't it? Yeah, which which should have really been something the referee should have picked up pretty easily rather than calling it a try. But, um, yeah, that was a brilliant tackle. I mean, that was straight after Caesar had done that one where it sort of bounced over his head and he made the one-on-one tackle. So, yeah. you know, there's been a lot of people, we've had a lot of discussion on this um, show before about defence of Caesar and Croker. Well, there it was in, in one play where they both just... Um, both just did the work to um, to do that. Sideline to sideline, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Ga- uh, yeah, Gavin says, great defence, but again, second half with no points. points. Seems like we lose our way once we get a great start. Well, we've touched on that. Yeah, well, we um, are a bit, yeah, and I think that's that's a bit of a worry. Mike returns was, I was actually impressed with the Tigers. They did a real, uh, they really did bring a lot of heat in the second half. Very proud of the boys to stand up to all of that. Yeah, they had a crack, yep, and we, and we stood up, which we talked about. Uh, Stephen comes back, It's uh, it will give the boys a boost when we sing the song with the old boys around, well, we've touched on that because a couple of people have mentioned it now. Yeah, no, look, um, I think I think that they they do appreciate that. I mean, young guys now probably you know let's not forget most of these guys weren't weren't born when well, in fact, probably 
maybe apart from C, I'm not too sure anyone was any of them was born when we won this premiership 30 years ago. Who who was the other one? Oh, Josh Hogson. Well, he was. Well, he was. I'm not too sure whether they. Um, Soliola would be the other one. Yeah. Well, well, and they and they weren't actually born in this country, so I'm not too sure that um, it probably stopped the um, stopped the world in Hull when we won in 1989. He wasn't. He was probably about one year old or a couple of months old, so he probably doesn't remember a lot of it. But um, you know, but but they they know what they've done for this club, and and they've done. It. And I think it's great. Not only not only did you see. You know, um, the uh, you know eighty nine guys, but there was uh, the ninety odd guys are out on the field, and I actually went and caught up with a couple of them because the, for me, you know, I've been here in the last fifteen years, so so for me it was good to go and see you know well Lincoln Withers you see around all the time, but but you know Joe Picker and um, Scott Logan was out there, Bronx Goodwin was even Thur- out there, Thurling out, Thur- uh, Trevor Thurling was, was out there, there. Um, um, Todd Carney was actually out there yeah, too, someone, which was interesting. So was um, Bronx Goodwin, I think I mentioned, um, you know Glenn Buttress, those sort of guys from from that era when you know we probably weren't overly successful but but they certainly wore the wore the jump you know they, they're not premiership players like the 89 guys but they they wore the jumper with pride and and had a fair crack and and they're the guys that i i you know spent a bit of time with so so for me that's that's really good to see them every year and even someone like jermaine ale was here i saw oh, today i mean he played he played four games for us i reckon back end of back end of maybe 2005 2006 I reckon, you know, so for someone like that to come back is is terrific and actually still be part of that mm. that thing. And you know, once you've worn a worn a green jumper, you're always a, a raider. I'm not too sure your mate that you were talking about before will will necessarily ever be back uh, for those sort of things. But we'll we'll wait and see. But um, yeah, I mean, look, good on Todd Carney for being yeah, part of that too. You know, you'd hope that you know a lot of water's passed under the bridge since since the times here for that. I thought you were about to make a, a big point there, Simon. You disappointed me. Um, Andrew Grant says we lack directions in the halves tonight. Thoughts? Oh, well, I, I think we've talked about that. White and Ooh. I didn't think had a great game, but I thought Caesar had a pretty good game. So, um, yeah, I actually thought Caesar was directing it reasonably well. Um, I think someone else, I think Monet missed a comment there. Someone mentioned C.S. Oliola starting, and, and he's, he started the last couple of weeks with Papali having a bit of a rest. And No, no, it was there. Keep going. Um, and um, you know, I think he was very, very good early on, and really, really set the platform. So um, that gives us a bit of an opportunity. Now, there's another couple of comments here. Someone asking about. Um, there's a thief in the night. Didn't start the second half with the ball. Great game from Chance shows up every week. Yeah, and someone's also asking about whether Chance is injured. Well, he certainly battered and bruised. There's no question yes, about that. Stephen Davies is asking that. Um, he got he got that one in the shoulder where you've talked about where he came in from from the in goal. Um, but he also he also got that one where um, oh actually with that tackle the croaker made he got he got he sort of got whacked in the leg when he sort yeah. of came over the top so yep. um, I think that was yeah yeah a need in the back so I think that's what was causing the most trouble at the end but but I don't look, think there'll be too many uh, not sore points on Chance's body tomorrow no but but he's shown the ability throughout this season to come back up they the next week. High, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, there was a couple of couple of high shots. Got a high shot. for Canberra. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mattinson went did yeah. the tackle over the top of the shoulder where yeah, yeah. chop chop down at the neck rather than but he's a, up. But see, you talk about White and two having a quiet game. I reckon part of that is with um, Ryan Madison there too. Is because oh, yeah. he's he's a gun defender. I mean, oh, he makes definitely. he makes a lot of tackles. Um, and so one on one too. He yeah, miss. yeah, and he's a right sort of defender for Whiten because of the sort of body shape that he is, and he's quite quick, and he, you know, he's, he's been a 5'8 sort of thing um, yeah. as well. So he's actually a very good matchup on White, and he was, he was by far their best player when we, when we pumped him only a few weeks ago. So, um, yeah, I, I think that that was probably part of the reason why White didn't have as good a game tonight. 
Uh, a lot of this is about not having the ball and a few people sort of chatting between themselves. But um, Hodgson closed down Farrah really, really well tonight from Stephen Spencer. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think so. I'm I'm not too sure Farrah's um, not past his best, but um, yeah, I think well, Hodgson had a great game. So definitely, um, whether that was so much about closing down Farrah, but um, didn't really allow them to do a lot. I think I think both Marshall and um, and Farrah have probably probably um, seen their best of their careers, but Mo Marshall's just played 300 games and there's um, Kotrick and Stephen, Sutton, yeah. Stephen Davis is saying we missed a Nick Kotrick um, tonight on the right yeah, side and, and he wanders is. past. It's, yeah. Well, there's no, no question about yeah, that. I mean, we, we are a better team with Nick Kotrick in the side, so yeah. um, we would love to have him in the team, but, you know, we, the, 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 um, yeah. it's been debated uh, ad nauseum this week about that and, look, I think probably in the end I was, I was very critical about the send-off last week because... I can't see how that's consistent with other um, decisions, but the three weeks that he got, I think, was probably about about right. Mm. I, uh, I don't think you can argue it. Yeah. To be honest, I think yeah. I think it was an ugly it was an ugly tackle. Yes, it went wrong, but you know it deserves punishment. Yeah. And I think the way it was all handled in the end, I think it I think it was all handled correctly in the end. So and in the end, and in the end, we we didn't argue. I think he'll get four weeks easy. Yeah, I think that, I think that's exactly right, Simon. I think I think if we had afforded it, we would have no hope of getting it downgraded. So, um, you just got to take what you get given there. Uh, Steve Davies says Blocker's commentary tonight was pretty good. Oh, well, he just um, walked past. So you yeah. could have um, told him that two minutes two ago. Minutes, well, yeah. Well, um, Steve Spencer said the first drop kick went nine meters and the second one went sixty. Massive kick. Well, that was the difference between Simonson's dropout and Whiten's dropout. Yeah. So, so I guess it seemed to me that was a bit of a set play um, that first one because Simonson came and took it, and obviously Simonson's got a rugby background, a rugby yep. sevens background, where yep. they do those sort of short high kicks a lot, and. Um, that was clearly the, the thing because they had Whiten in that position to try and take that. Now, I think Whiten actually didn't understand the rules because the rule is that the ball actually has to go 10 metres. Yeah. It can actually float over the line and you know, blow back with the wind or you yeah. know, the, the spin on the ball can sort of come back. But So he's, he's leapt from the other side of the line you know, like you would in, uh, yeah, in goal. Tried, he's tried to bring and, it 10 metres and, and, that's, and that's not metres. the way the rule is. So yeah. um, they got the rule right there. They did. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously... Talking about old boys, we didn't have Brett Finch here further. Um, talking about dropouts from that that uh, spot, not going ten metres. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's not. Yeah, uh, he, t- he touched on that with Matty Johns actually during the week on the podcast. So yeah, um, and and Ricky ripping into him. For yeah, I, I noticed he calls himself field goal Finch, not um, <laughs> not not drop goal, not uh, dropout Finch. Yeah. Um, uh, Mike's asking where Nick and Lobby are. Well, Nick's been on here. Our famous, I think it was the, was it the Sharks game where Nick had to be held up. Oh, Nick, Nick Roberts. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. No, I think he's here. He, he was. He was Nick started. This, he was Nick's... here this morning for the uh, the festivities, but I'm I'm guessing he has not yet stumbled this way. He hasn't been to a game. He came to the Platinum Brunch. How'd that work? G'day, Pete. How are you? How's it going? Um, hey, Troy. Um, yeah. Okay. There you go. Well, he obviously got his way. He talked his way into that, didn't he? But. Um, did yeah. start drinking at 10 o'clock. Well, I don't think that's the first time Nick's done that. Okay, All right, we'll see you later. Simon? Hey, Jody. Catch you later. Only a pom would walk around in temperatures like this wearing thongs. Yeah, yeah, so Elliot White here going home in thongs, which is, you know, sort of, sort of an Australian sort of English sort of thing, isn't it? You know, an Australian thing to do in English conditions, I guess. But... Um, yeah, but you see Geordie limping there a bit there. So I think, you know, it just goes to show the, the soreness that comes out. There you go. There's... 
Hudson Young there as well. There's Laurie Daly coming through as well. Um, yeah, so I think we're pretty we're much... Pretty all much those old guys coming back through there. Uh, Nine metres, so what was Mark Great Winworth five-hour drive from Taree? Well, geez, that's yeah. that's um, that's dedication to drive from Taree to to Canberra, and probably a fair bit uh, warmer in Taree, I would have thought than than Canberra. Yeah, our ability. Uh, what do we think of their, our inability to put the nail in the coffin today for the Tigers? Oh, well, I, I think we covered that. I think yeah. we've, you know, look. Ideally, I would have liked to have seen us put. The, I think our best opportunity to put the nail in the coffin was actually before half time. We could have been. 30 odd in front. I think we've averaged something like 42 points in the last five or six games against these guys. Yep. Um, 20, 20, 25 minutes in, and we would have said you'd do that easily. Um, so that was a disappointing thing. In the second half, we had nowhere near as much um, field position. So to um, to get there and, and hold out, I think, to keep them to only that try just before half time is uh, sorry, just after half time is actually a big feather in the cap more so than, than the fact that um, we didn't score the points then. Uh, Andrew would like us to get Brad Clyde on. Well, if, if he walks past, we will try. Yep. Sharon Lang, who, that's your friend Sharon, isn't it? Uh, bloody awesome, not, vi- bloody I'm awesome aware vision of. tonight. Uh, yeah, Sam, Jack needs to no be Sharon, more precise with his kicking. Those uh, mistakes can swing momentum. Well, I think his um, second mistake definitely swung. We All of a sudden, we had three three sets on our own line, and that's when they scored, so with the LOA try. Yeah, look, and we've talked about Jacko a lot. That that there's obviously going to be ups and downs with him. The way the way he plays is like that. Um, you know, he kicked that one out on the full early on, which was which was probably not really necessary. You know, I mean, it didn't really hurt us too much. But but you should really be doing better than, than that. But um, yeah, look, Jacko's Jacko's going to be that sort of a player. I think he's going to make a few blues. He's he's been in the uh, NRL for a long time now, and he's he's made a few blues. Um, that's probably going to keep keep happening again. So. Yep. Um, a lot of defence in the second half. Raiders had little ball in the second half and little field position from John, which is totally true. Steve, Steve, this is Greenhouse Live. Would you like to come on? Oh, uh, yeah, why not? Ooh. So, well, and Paul Cernan, how's it going? Hello, mate. How you going, Yeah, good on you. And, look, we were just talking before, sir. Great great for you guys as Tigers guys to, to come and be part of this too. I think really, really shows, um, shows a, a bit of... Um, you know, courage respect. to come down and yeah, really respect for, for obviously something More that would have been disappointing. Mate. Yeah, so yeah. we're um, yeah. I mean, as, as, as much as we, we hate them, we, we we love them. Yeah, the, uh, camera boys are all, all good fellas, except for Steve Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so we you know we've had Talk we've had the, the you know yeah, governor Rick. general on here, but we yeah, have Rick, Rick we've never home. had a bloke who won the premiership for us. So oh. Steve, welcome, <laughs> welcome. Now now that's never been said before, has it? Has it? Steve, <laughs> welcome, welcome <laughs> to Greenhouse Live. Ciro has just had enough of this, and anyway, and you know what? I'm taking him back to the Rex Hotel now. So, old Marshall can't believe he's in the back of the car with Paul Ciro, and he's a West Tigers man. This bloke over here, and look, you said you're on the money when um, Timmy Basher and, and Ciro come down. You know that, that showed, uh, uh, you know, it'd be hard work, you know, to, to come and do what they've just done. So, and they've just been so awesome with last night at our, um, you know, the inducting of, of the. Um, bringing in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, yes. yeah, and they were yeah, there, yeah. and it was just so good. Yeah, no, good. And and look, I mean, obviously, you know, 30 years on, but I mean, that that moment is is going to be synonymous with you for all your life, isn't it? You know, it's a it's a probably three second moment that's going to um, stick with you for life. 
yeah, my timing was pretty good, you know, right place, right time. And I've been saying all weekend, it's crazy that I play with so many state players and Australian representatives, and then I come on a, a Barry Blow-in from reserve grade and, and, and score a try, you know, it's been fantastic. 30 years on, and at the time I didn't know the enormity of what I was doing, but after 30 years, you, you know, people still come up to my chicken counter on my kind and say, I hate you. And I look at them and go, oh, you're a Balmain supporter. <laughs> but, but I think we, we, we were talking before, Steve, what, what we want is, is great, as much as we want to honour you guys at 1 in 89 and, and you know, that'll never go away. We, we want to see another Raiders Premiership team. We want, to, we want to not be talking about one that's 25 years ago or 30 years ago. We want to be talking about one that's happened in the last couple of years, don't we? You're on the money, yeah. You want to use the ones that we, we played and won to benefit this side now, to, to give them the feeling that, you know, they, they want to make their history, you know, yeah. and it's and it's not far away. Yeah, well, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Where do you think we're at at the moment? you think we're, we're a chance at the moment? Oh, geez, we're top three. Yep. You know, top three, and you just got to take every game on its merit, you know, yep. and, and get stronger. And that game was one of them tough games where, where um, you know, we probably were expected to win it. Yep. But no one told the West yep. Tigers that. Yep. And it was a tough game. Yeah, no, it was, and we we needed to stand firm in the in the back half, where probably in past years they would have run over the top of us. Yeah, well, um, I don't know about that. <laughs> I've come to some reunions and I saw a sixty to four score line. I've seen a, a forty something to yeah. So we've done pretty well. We've with done pretty reunions. well against the top. Yeah, exactly. We, we we need to get you down here every week. <laughs> then we might win. You know? <laughs> he's had enough. Oh, he's had enough. There, right, yeah. All right, good on you, Steve. Great to see you. Thank good you on you. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thank you. We've got um, got uh, Kevin Walters saying, I think there's a bus. There's one about three feet away from you, Kevin, but it might be <laughs> Kevin Walters and Glenn Lazarus and um, Steve Walters coming past as well. Steve, how's the night been? Very good. Go the green machine. Uh, I mean, he's he's actually one. I mean, again, this was before my time, but he's actually one that's not necessarily talked about as much as some of the others. But he, he, you know, he's, he played um, 280 or 200, what? 30, 240 games for us. I mean, he's he's an absolute. You know, and his, his brother's he, probably more famous than him. But but he he was, must have been an absolute superstar oh, at he, Hooker. He was and, the well, and at a time when Hooker was still contested football too. Yeah, look, uh, Elias always seems to be put above him. But I I, I think Walters is you know he's he's the man that, that changed it. Yeah. Um, he changed the role of Hooker, and and that's where you see guys like Smith and and all that taking the bar a bit higher. So. Your yeah. thoughts, Steve, on Steve Walters? Well, I mean, he must have been. I, I, I think he was um, very unlucky not to be in the team of the century uh, uh, with respect to the person who was selected but I, I think oh, the, 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 the team yeah the the NRL's yeah. team of the century back yeah. in 2008 yeah. and uh, you know I think he's he's he was at, at one of the, the key people in yeah. our success in those in those years yeah no, and John Bowman just coming back yep. past as well um you probably could have asked him about his shoulder there, but um, yeah, no. Look, I think I think um, that's exactly right. That um, Walters. I mean, obviously, if they ever do that team again, we know who's going to get picked as hooker of the century. And, and fair enough, he's played 400 games. But um, yeah, I'm absolute superstar. I would have thought. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I've let this slide. Oh, three, two, one. We've got to not forget. Lawrence reminding me of that. We've got to not <laughs> forget that before good, we go. Good thoughts. Uh, Steve Jackson. Great to see. <laughs> great. Steve Jackson has a great how chicken, t- Lawrence asked me how tall I am. Well, Lauren knows, Lawrence knows Ciro, how tall I am. Ciro, what a champ. Uh, go number 20, yep. 
Uh, yeah, Lauren's just kept chilling to get the 3 2 before. And it's actually good that Steve, Steve Jackson actually got a seat at the, at the dinner last night because he tells a story I've heard before that um, the breakfast, I think they now have a lunch, but the breakfast they had um, you know, on the Thursday or something before the um, grand final, that sort of corporate breakfast they always have, they, they only had like so many seats at the table. So, um, and you know, the, the rules were a bit different then as far as reserves go and you know, guys coming off the bench um, that couldn't be replaced. And so he actually didn't get a seat at the breakfast. So he actually stayed back in the hotel and watched it on TV while all the others <laughs> went to breakfast. And um, then he was the game that guy that actually scored the winning try. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Gill seems like the opposition is into Bateman, doesn't get away with as much clearly big inspiration on the field. Well, he was pumping us up every time something went wrong. Yeah, he, absolutely. He, he pumped the crowd up every time. So, But not only that, but I mean, you know, he's probably a bit, a little bit of an unknown quantity in the first four or five weeks that, you know, he's obviously played for England. He's been a, you know, good player in, in um, uh, international football for a while, but but he, he wasn't as well known in the NRL. So I think clubs worked out pretty quickly that he, he was a real key to our side. So um, they target him early on. But, but he's another one that really, to me, sets the tone early on in, in games and, and we, we talk about these good starts we've been getting, he really does set that Yeah, well I think we've, we said it much earlier in the year that, that he's taking us a long way off his own bat so yeah. um, I, I think that's that's been covered so, Yeah, exactly yeah. All right. I think it's, we're pretty much up to date So, okay, let's, so, let's I think we've got, so, so we'll get the 3 two, one in a sec So just going through other things this weekend, so Flegg played this afternoon, which was yeah. very, very good they, they had, I think it was 38-6 to six win after being 6-0 down after a couple of minutes so um, we only we played them only probably five or six weeks ago when we played Tigers in NRL and, and we didn't score we got beat 26-0 or something like that yeah. certainly it was nil was, it was our score so to bounce back only a few weeks later and beat them 38-6 was very very pleasing um, they're starting to come together probably getting a few guys back so I think they're on the fringe of the 8 aren't they Steve? They were 7th. Oh, 7th. Okay, so, they, so they'd so they be in the 8, sort of so reasonably comfortably now. So, um, yeah, they've had a bit of an up-and-down season, but um, like always with that um, change of personnel. Um, and Mounties have a bye this week, so so there's none there. But they're, they're needing to, to get back on track a little bit, actually. They're, they're struggling. And next week we play Penrith, and then it's actually... Um, we don't get to see it very often, but it's actually all three grades um, right. at Penrith, which is which is good. So um, we don't get that that often, so... Um, we look forward to that. But no, okay, three, two, one. Okay, go. Um, this this week I, I've um, gone nickel clock status three. Yep. Um, I mean, it's it's hard not to go past him. He does put his body on the line each week. I picked Hodgson as two because I think he directs us around the park most of the time. Um, and I picked Caesar as my, my one because he, he put the points on early. I'm going to sound really boring because I'm going to agree with totally there. Um, and Because, oh, uh, same thing, I just thought um, Nickel Clockstead, just, just the bravery and courage that he showed throughout that game was just amazing. And um, Emre Gourley just walking hello, past. Mate. How's it going, Emre? Congrats. A good win, well done. Yes, thanks, guys. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I just think you know, Nickel Clock's just his bravery. Um, Hogson, just like it was last week, set it up for us. Uh, just, you know, he's he's back to his best. At times, you know, he's had. He's had a few injuries over the last little bit, maybe not quite been as good as he, he was sort of two years ago. The last two or three weeks, he's been back, and probably up in Darwin early on too, um, he has been back to his best. And if we're going to be a serious contender for this thing, um, we need him to be, you know, an absolute super, superstar in the competition. So, um, 
Yeah, him. And then, again, Caesar, I just think... I, and I, I know some people probably will be a bit surprised by that and might not agree, but um, I just thought he, he controlled that pretty well today. And I think he's he's doing the job that we need him to do. And, and again, that's a really, really important job that we need. We, we don't... As much as we'd love a superstar halfback, and, you know, there's obviously some things they're trying to do for that for next year, but um, what we need is a solid halfback and... Um, and that'll take us a long way in the yep. in the finals. Uh, I think the the odd man out and the unlucky man is Papali because I think he was our best forward tonight. Oh, look, he was well. Saliola and Louis were good early too, but um, Papali was great. But the reason I wouldn't even give him a vote, one, we give him votes all the time. Oh, but yeah, well, but true. also too, um, we just didn't score points when he was there. So so the, when you talk about where the game was was won, it was won before he came on, um, and then we sort of held on from there. But he was he was very very good and. Um, I wouldn't expect we'd continue to do that, have him coming off the bench. He's obviously doing that coming out of origin. But um, if you've got Soliola and Louis playing as well as that and you've then got that advantage of having him come on, well, geez, teams, teams when they think they've... If, if, if we started as well as that, so I tell you what, you concede 18 points and see Josh Papali coming on as an opposition, you'd be, yeah. you'd be pretty worried, I would have thought. Yeah. Well, I think, I think it used to be a case of you... It's a bit like the cricket. You see the opening bowlers off and then you think yeah. you might be able to get into this. Well, our opening bowler is going on the first change guy is pretty handy. Yeah, but I, I, but again, I hope that maybe we see um, Tarpany just getting a bit more fitness up, playing playing a bit better. We see Sutton coming back. And I think you know our forwards will be very, very strong in the final. So Just, just getting back to CMK. Um, Nick O'Clock said? Yep. now on 22 points in our fans' choice. OK, so Nick O'Clock says on 22 points and in the fans' choice. So is he, is he leading? Is, 16 Okay, so so. He's actually eight points. Okay, all right. So, uh, so people probably didn't hear that. So, um, Nicol Clockstead is leading the Fans Choice Award with 22. Um, I'm sure he'll get points tonight. Jack Whiten is next with 16. So, um, and I would think that probably. I would yeah. well. We just gave our our points, I, but I I, others will others will yeah. give theirs. But I would have thought that um, that Nickel Clockstead would probably go further ahead after tonight. So um, that's that's very very good. He's you know he's just had a, a um, amazing season. Go yeah, on. Yeah. Um, he's had an amazing season. That um, coming buy, into the buy of the year. Yes, definitely. Well, particularly for price. You know, we we don't actually have the price, but but for price, one hundred and five k is the figure being bandied round by the the NRL experts. How correct that is, I don't know, but that's the figure I've seen. So he's one hundred and five k, and Shannon Boyd was getting seven hundred. Mm. I know what I have. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay. So I think we'll wrap it up. We've got all the old players coming out. Well, not old, I shouldn't call them old players, but uh, former players coming coming out now, and um, they've missed the bus. Oh well, they'll they'll find their way home, I guess. Um, but okay. yeah, just getting a few vision of that. Yep. Everyone's trying to sort that out. I'm sure there'll be. If there's an Uber driver or ta- cab driver watching this, it might be a good idea to get to, get to, get to, to uh, Canberra Stadium in a hurry. I reckon there might be a bit of work on with a few um, ex Raiders players. So um, very good. All right, I think we might wind this up now. Yep. So Penrith next week, obviously um, a big, big, big test. It's, um, they've won seven in a row. They're really in a good form. Sunday afternoon, if it's decent weather, I expect there'll be a very, very big crowd there. So, um, you know, that'll be a real finals-like test for us about what we'll be going into. So yep. we'll know a bit by 6 o'clock next Sunday night, I reckon, about where we're at for, for finals. So um, until then, I think we say go Raiders. Go the Raiders.